All right, welcome uh, to the Ice Bath Baby Podcast, the show that is the coldest above all others. Hey, I'm Doc Martinez, and today is January 10th, 2024, and this is episode 40. That's right. So this week I will be talking with a husband and wife coaching duo here in Bandera, Robert and Perry Kiefner. I'll also recap last week's sports events, so stay with me as I get to these stories and more on Ice Bath Baby. Hey Bulldog fans, this is Isaac Segura. Fall sports are coming to a close and the winter season is underway. Come on out and fill the stands for basketball and soccer. There is always a game for you to cheer on each week. Purchase your basketball and soccer tickets online ahead of time or on game days at the ticket booth. Go to the Bandera Athletics website for schedules, tickets, and more information and find an event to come out and cheer. Let's make it a great sports year for the blue and white. Let's go Bulldogs! Alright. Alrighty, thanks for staying with me. So let's go ahead and get to the scores from last week. A uh, busy week last week. We had a lot of events going on, as is typically this time in the winter and spring months, uh, usually the busiest time for sports. So we'll start off with the girls' basketball. The girls' basketball on Tuesday, January 2nd, had a game against Navarro. And unfortunately, they lost that one 48 to 28, which in episode 37, I incorrectly identified Navarro as being a non-district opponent. And I said, oh, we'll probably meet up with them in the playoffs, you know. But no, they actually are in our district. That was my mistake. So I just wanted to make that minor correction. Now, the first time we played them in a tournament, we did beat them by two. But they had our number last Tuesday. uh, And like I said, lost that one 48 to 28. And then on Friday, January 5th, they played Canyon Lake. That was a really good game. Did you, either of y'all come to that game? We didn't get to see it. No. Yeah. It was, we were ahead the entire game until the last minute, right? And the last minute, we kind of let him back in it. And what happened was they, I don't know, they, I think we fouled him or something like that. They, this girl made buckets, tied it up. We went back down, missed, I think we were shooting a three and got fouled, made one of the three free throws. Then they got the ball back down and went and scored, and that, we lost by two. So, yeah, that was – I can't remember the exact score. I think it was 44-46. But, uh, yeah, we didn't lose. free throws, they'll bite you in the back. Oh, yeah, they do. But, anyway, with those two games, their record in, uh, is now 16-10. and 10, And in district, they're 0-4. But, really, they're close to having two wins. They had a couple of games that just kind of – got out of hand at the end there all right moving on to boys basketball uh on tuesday the boys went to navarro or no i'm sorry on tuesday the girls were, the boys were here at home on january 2nd against navarro that i was here for that one that was a good game we came out with a solid win on that one 80 to 37 and then on friday they the boys went to canyon lake and lost that one 62 to 41 their record now is at 13 and 10 and one and two in district All right, moving on to girls' soccer. It is soccer tournament season as basketball tournament season finished up, and now soccer tournament season is here. So on Tuesday, January 2nd, they just – the girls had a regular season game, January 2nd, against San Antonio Highlands. They wound up winning that one 3-0. That was a big win for them. Start out the the year with a win. That was really good. 
And then Thursday through Saturday, January 4th through 6th, they were at the Harlandale Tournament. And on Thursday, they had two games. They played San Antonio Lanier and won 5-0. And they played San Antonio Jefferson, lost that one 1-0. Then on Friday, they only had one game. They played Holy Cross and won that one 4-0. And then on Saturday, they had two wins. They were in the championship division and they played South San Antonio in the morning game and won that one 1-0. Turned around in the evening game and lost to Incarnate Word 2-0. So their record now stands at 4-2 for the girls' soccer, which is really good. They're off to a good start. All right, boys' soccer on Tuesday, they also had just a regular season game. They traveled to Uvalde and kind of went back and forth and had a 2-2 tie against Uvalde. And then Thursday through Saturday... They traveled to the Highway 290 tournament up by Austin. That was an overnighter for them. Thursday, they had one game, played Hutto, and lost 5-0. to zero. And Hutto's no jokes. They have a really good team. Yeah. And so Thursday, they played Maynard New Tech, lost that one 5-0. And then on Friday, they played Navarro, and unfortunately lost that one 4-1. So their record now stands at 0-3-1, and they are resuming play this week. All right, so that does it for the sports update. So stay with me, and then after this short break, we're going to meet the Kiefners. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Carly. Fall sports are coming to a close, and the winter season is underway. Come on out and fill the stands for basketball and soccer. There's always a game for you to cheer on each week. Purchase your basketball and soccer tickets online ahead of time or on game days at the ticket booth. Go to the Bandera Athletic website for schedules, tickets, and more information and find an event to come out and cheer. Let's make it a great sports year for the blue and white. Let's go Bulldogs! Let's go Bulldogs! Alright, so we are back with the Kiefners. Bobby and Perry Kiefner to be exact say hello to the ice bathers out there hey hello ice bathers. ice bathers all right so normally you know guys i usually have just a, a solo person it's just usually me and one other person when i do these interviews but i couldn't do that to the keefners i mean they're, they're a duo right husband wife team i had to have them on at the same time so questions are going to be a little different but we're going to get right to it so perry we're going to start with you tell us what high school and what college did you graduate from well, I went to Cypher High School outside of Houston, and at the time it was not outside of Houston. Yeah. And then I went up to Texas Tech. All right. Graduated with BS in science and then a master in sports health. Cool. I, I did not know that. Yes. That, that's interesting. So Cypher High School, I may be stretching this one, I don't know. Arnold Thomas was not the athletic trainer out there, was he? No, he wasn't at the time. This was prior to athletic trainers, really. Yeah, yeah. I feel I was just throwing that out there because I know Ar- there's a guy named Arnold Thomas who was at Cypher. He was there for a long time. Yeah. But I just don't, I didn't know when he started and when he ended. But I just know he was there for a long time. All right, Bobby. What about you? What high school and college did you graduate from? Well, I graduated from Cypher High School in 1976. And then followed that with graduation from Sam Houston State. Yes, sir. Where I got a a Bachelor of Arts in teaching, and I teach chemistry. All right. So, you know, last week's episode, I was talking with this buddy, college buddy of mine, and I actually started Sam out with a BAT. 
but halfway through my sophomore year, my advisor called me in. And if you heard this last week, sorry, you're going to hear it again. But my advisor called me in and was like, hey, they're doing away with the BAT program. You're going to have to switch to a Bachelor of Science. And I was like, what? Oh, and I was wow. like, yeah. So it kind of threw me off because I didn't graduate with the teaching certificate. But I still found a job where I didn't need one. And then like eight years later, I had to go back to school to get my teaching certificate. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Sam Houston, let's go eat them up cats. So Cy, both y'all from SciFair. No, He's I, the old one, though. Yeah, I know the story behind all this. Kind of kind of knew each other in high school. Junior high, actually. Yeah. Yeah, Arnold Junior High. Not really sweethearts, though, right? Oh, no. Just kind of no. knew each other. And then many years later, the love connection came around. It's kind of like me and my wife, yeah. right? Me and my wife kind of have a similar story. We knew each other. Uh, I'm older than her by about four years, but um, knew each other uh, from, our, you know, from friends. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, 30 years later, love connection, I right? Know. So it's something else. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. All right, Perry, what sports, did you play any sports in college? I did. I will. I started to. Uh, went up with Gay Benson, play some women's basketball in the 70s at 5'3". You could do that. And uh, tore my knee up. No ACL repair back then. Yeah. And so the doctor wouldn't sign my waiver. And oh. so, but I didn't need one to try out for cheerleader. So yeah. I cheered at Tech for All three right. years. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it was different. Only in the 70s. Yeah. Was that, they were, they were still doing half court for girls, no. right? No. Uh, my senior year was the last year for half court. Okay. And so we played full court the rest of the year. Yeah. It, it was ridiculous. But yeah. um, they sent me to a camp and blew my knee gotcha man i i, I want to say that for some reason uil had half court for maybe my first year in high school i'm, I'm not sure but that was like in 83 or 84. 77 was the last season of not only of half court basketball but of volleyball being in the spring yeah volleyball used to be in the spring i did not know that one yeah because we didn't have volleyball when I was in high school at the school I was at. So for those of you listening, you're going half court. What are you talking about? I know, you it's just crazy. played like half court oh. basketball. So no, it was really weird. Um, three on three. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you since you played it. Jeez. I'll let you describe it real quick. What what was the deal with half court? So you had three guards and three forwards, and your guards couldn't pass half court line, and your forwards couldn't pass half court line, and so, you know, I was lucky because I played both ends of the ball. Yeah. So I played forward and guard yeah know. that was kind of that would make it like i feel difficult it, to keep track of like it was oh, very disjointed <laughs> it was just especially when you played full court the rest of the year yeah so that's crazy but they wouldn't let girls run anything more than 800 too yeah at the time wow i did not know that one either. yeah it's crazy so texas tech was one of the schools that i was looking at and I really wanted to go to Texas Tech. My uncle went to Texas Tech. My cousins went to Texas Tech. I have a lot of friends that went to Texas Tech. I wanted to go to Texas Tech, but the problem was that they weren't going to give me any scholarship money until I was a junior. Yeah. And Sam Houston was like, "We got scholarship for you money for our scholarship money for you now, and as a freshman, you're going to come on and work football your first year." And I was like, "Let's go!" Yeah. So that's what I did. But I, I did want to go to Tech. Well, I wanted to do some training as well. Did you? But at the time, they wouldn't take female trainers yeah. until their graduate program. Oh wow, that's crazy. They had a good program too. 
All right, Bobby, what about you, sports in college? Well, I played played football. When I came out of high school, I was a defensive nose guard. And, of course, we played both ways for quite a while until we got to varsity. And then when I went to I went to Wharton County Junior College is where I went. Yeah. And um, they changed me and made me an offensive guard because I could run back in those days. <laughs> that was really nice. And I could run faster than most of the other fat boys. So I had a lot of fun. You know, people quit cutting my knees out from underneath me. So it, I found it a, a good deal and really enjoyed it and had a great coach uh, at Sam Houston uh, that taught me a lot about offensive line play. Um, and it's really good. He kind of inspired me. He was one of the guys that inspired me. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't going to be a coach. I was really going to be uh, – what I was really going to do was <laughs> I was pre-dent emphasis. I was going to try to get in dental school with that chemistry degree right. and, uh, and take it from there. But along the way, I just got feeling guilty about – Perhaps my reason why I wanted to be a dentist. Yeah. Uh, and my dentist back home as a kid lived right next door to me, and so we were good friends with him and his family. And I'd even tag along with him, head out to work and, and do all that stuff, you know. And, and so I'd, I'd get to all, that, all the good things, watch him drill people's teeth and get that nice odor going on and Ugh. all that stuff. And, <laughs> but, but like most jobs, that smelled like money. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, whether you're in the feedlot business or whatever you're in, you know, you know how you get your dough. So that's oh, yeah. kind of, but I, I felt like by my junior year that I was really kind of going down the wrong road. I was just doing it for, for money. Yeah. And uh, like every good teacher, you know, money's not the emphasis. My chagrins to my parents, they weren't very happy when they heard that I was going to change the education. And, and it was kind of a fun thing because I was the first college kid in my family. All right. So dad was a very successful corporate man for General Foods back then. Mom was a lot of things. I think her last, well, her last job was raising me once I was born. That was all she could take. Once I was born, that that was a full-time job, evidently. (laughs) So she didn't work in it, but she'd been a beautician and stuff. So So they didn't take it too well when I wanted to change. But I grew out of a very headstrong family, so that's the way that was going to be. Yeah. All right. Do you remember that that coach's name that kind of influenced you? Bill McLeod. Bill McLeod. And he's he's not with us anymore, but he was a he was a great man. I mean, he he took his time. I think he, you know, with my superior height there at about five nine, we were stretching <laughs> it. But I was I was rather violent. He really liked that. And as a matter of fact, I was telling Perry this story the other day that we when we were out at Sam, we had a very aggressive linebacker coach that taught his linebackers to do very naughty things to offensive linemen when they were trying to block them mm-hmm. and which was fine you know because we're all on the same team go yeah. bearcat but then they'd pull some of that stuff on us during practice and they had knocked a young man down and and i'd gotten to know him there uh, he was married and had a couple of kids and stuff and so as he went down one of the linebackers come over and just kicked him in the head oh well now we know that's not in the rules so if we're not going to play with rules then after that whistle blew, I was still on full run, and I just drilled him. <laughs> and and then the coaches got upset about not what we were doing, but they just uh, line coach wasn't happy with the linebacker coach. The linebacker coach wasn't happy. I drilled this guy, and while I was there, we had we had a lot of fun in practice. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Very icy, huh? Uh. Yeah. So he liked he liked that part of it. So then he he began to teach me a lot of things. Then that's awesome. All right, Perry, this one's for you. How long how long have you been coaching? 
Coaching off and on, total of 18 years. I, I took about 10 years off and did full-time youth ministry, youth and family ministry in the Methodist Church, and uh, then came back and was just, during that time, I, I started officiating. Mm-hmm. So I officiated a pretty high level in volleyball and just got to enjoy it, but COVID hit, there's no volleyball game, oh, so yeah. I came back. I had. Even before COVID hit, though, for three years before that, I coached at a little school, PCA, in Plainview Christian School, and uh, enjoyed it. And always have loved coaching. I know he jumped in. I I wanted to be a coach from sixth grade on. Yeah. Coach Christian, I tell you. Mm -hmm. Coach Kingland. And a tough time in my life, my parents split when I was a freshman, and people didn't do that back then or talk about it. Yeah. Those two ladies just really saw me through, Coach Tatum, just really saw me through and were inspirational, and that's what I wanted to do. Awesome. Good deal. Bobby, how about you? How long have you been coaching? Well, this is my – we just got through my 41st season. Oh. And that's 31 in high school. Yeah. And then we had some – and I came from Wayland Baptist University where I was – well, I was a lot of things. I started off with this defensive line coach, then I became the defensive coordinator. And then I went back to being the offensive line coach for yeah. the last few years I was there. And the assistant head coach. Oh, yes, and that was my title, assistant <laughs> head coach. I, well, they didn't title me offensive line coach, but uh, uh, I had the same boss for quite a few years. Yeah. And we, we went from high school to college together. And so that, that was my new title rather than offensive line. I don't think they wanted to insult the defense. With <laughs> <laughs> but in those 31 years of, of – of coaching for Coach Butch Anderson, I I guess 20, 24 of those, I was his offensive line coach. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, the first 15 years of that 24, I was still the interior defensive line coach and the offensive line coach all at the same time. Yeah. And wow. it, we were at Lubbock Coronado in this 6A school back then. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. All right. So I'm going to let y'all decide how you want to, who wants to answer this one first, but what made you decide that you wanted to become a coach? I know, Bobby, you kind of alluded to it here a little while ago, but what, what, what was it that just like, you know what, coaching, that's, that's what I want to do. Well, I think Perry and I both were blessed to have coaches in our high school that we could really look up to. They they had a lot of interest in us. They spent a lot of time on us. Probably yours was a little nicer than mine because, <laughs> you know, our community was a small agricultural community until Houston decided they wanted to spread out a little bit. So yeah. most of our time we were hanging out with kids who were for dairy farm kids and rice land. And then, and then subdivision kids came. So it was kind of a, a crazy mixture. And those coaches had to fill in a lot of areas but my our two line coaches that I served under coach Marshall in the offensive line and coach Baker at the defensive line because we played both all the way up to you'd made to the varsity and then they kind of put you on one or the other but they were great guys and and they inspired us and and made you want to do that and they had lots of advice when you finally came in and said you know coach I'm gonna go to college but you know I think I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go be a coach. Yeah. And then they had all kinds of things. So I guess I was in, I guess I was in a good spot because first thing they told me was don't teach history. <laughs> and I said what? But I love I love history. I think I think probably every coach that ever born. Yeah. And I don't know maybe students in I general. Yeah. I loved history, but they they informed me. You know we were going through quite a few changes and Houston was kind of you know NASA was a big thing. 
So they were pushing everybody to go math and science with that deal. Yeah. And I sure liked the science better than I did my math class. So. Yeah, that's funny. When I was when I was going to athletic training, when I decided that's what they told me to, they're like, "Don't do history. <laughs> yes. You'll you'll limit your marketability." Yeah. And the like, cool okay. thing is about our coaches from high school is we've stayed in touch. We we just got back in December, our first weekend, and just a big group of Cypher football players got together, and that's cool. One of the coaches came back and. Until his death, our head coach, we would go out and visit out at Floresville. Yeah, he was down at the home in Floresville, and we would, we would go by and home. see him. So, yes. And then uh, I'm Facebook buddies still with my cheer coach and basketball yeah. track coach. Cool. So, Perry, what, what made you decide that you know, coaching was the way you wanted to go? I, I'm telling you, from sixth grade on, I knew yeah. that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, I just loved athletics. I loved being involved. I loved their role in, in people's lives. And that's what I knew I wanted to do. I did want to do history. <laughs> yeah. But at the time, they were putting health education into high school, and so they needed health teachers. So I'm a health teacher teaching biology. All right. Now, I want to say this, too. Our coaches really meant well. But once we got out of college and tried to get a job, all those jobs were history teachers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think I was ever going to get a job because science was kind of full with something else. But. Yeah. That's not crazy. now. Boy, they need science now. Yeah. S- science and, and SPED. Mm-hmm. All right. So tell us, Perry, we're going to start with you, but what other schools have you been at besides Bandera? Because this is your first year here, yeah. both of y'all, your first year here at Bandera. Mm-hmm. So what other schools have you been at besides here? I started out in Lubbock ISD teaching elementary PE and helping coach some junior high and then went to Palestine ISD and was junior high one year, and God delivered me from that. <laughs> oh, Lord. And then I, I coached high school for 13 years there. And then, like I said, while I was t- teaching at Palestine, well, even at Lubbock ISD, I was in part-time youth ministry and went full-time in 98 and came back to teaching in 2002 and back in full-time, you know, back and forth. And so, yeah. was, so I've been there, I've been Friendship ISD, and then... Plainview ISD as well as Plainview Christian School. Yeah. Friendship is blown up. Yeah. Big time. They swore they'd never have more than one high school. Yeah. Mm, not happening. I like the Palestine area. Um, Neat area. Palestine, however you want to call it. But my my dad You're and... You're not local if you go Palestine. <laughs> Palestine. <laughs> my, my dad and, and my stepmother live out lived, lived out there for... Well, my stepmother still lives out there for a number of years. Uh, by in Rusk, yeah. Uh, she was actually uh, born and raised there. Went to school there, left, and then went back. Crazy thing, but, we had dinner the other night with one of his guys he played football with, and I mentioned I'd been at Palestine, and he said, "Do you know Betty Thompson?" Oh, yeah. And oh my gosh, yes, I did. And she yeah. he got her on the phone, and we. So it was pretty cool. That is cool. That is cool. I like that area. Those are just very it pretty. Is beautiful. The Texas State Road, I love riding oh, that thing. Palestine to Rusk is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right, Bobby, what about you? Well, I, I'm very fortunate. I didn't have a whole lot of different schools I went to. When I started, I, I started in Conroe ISD for a couple of reasons. Mainly, my supervising teacher, Glenn Sultemeyer, we had been at Travis Junior High, and he knew me. And we were carpooling with another young man that had a job at Washington Junior High. And I had kind of settled in that I didn't want to go to work yet. I'd 
tried a small school that had a buddy coaching at. There was like three coaches in that whole deal. It was a small school. And so he got me in, coach ready to hire me, and then they replaced the head coach. So that didn't work. So yeah. I was just going to work on my master's at Sam and, uh, and get that out of the way. And, but my supervising teacher, which now lives in Johnson City and was from there originally, but he's on the home farm now. And he calls me and says, I need you to go over here and check out this job. And I said, well, I'm working for this plumber right now. I said, I don't have time to really kind of go do that. You know? And he goes, no, no, look, you need to go do this. And I said, okay, well, I'll, I'll do it for you. So I talked with my plumber. He was a one-man show, so it was just the two of us. So it was kind of a pain for him. But I went to the interview, and uh, I got there, interviewed with the, with the principal and interviewed with the athletic director. And I was hired by about 1130 that morning. <laughs> Went to Houston and got a got a CDL. Well, I got a physical. Yeah. And returned to Conroe to take my first night of CDL training at the bus barn, and then went home and told my wife I was working now. Yeah. So it was kind of like that. But then, so I was there for three years. Perry has different feelings. I kind of I wanted to go to the junior high because I wanted to see what junior high coaches did because I knew I'd end up at high school at some point, but I wanted to kind of know what their work schedule. So if I got put in that position, I wouldn't overwork them yeah and so that was that was a good deal I was there a whole year when our head coach left and I became the new head coach for the next two years and then I left uh, Conroe to go to Borger Texas and if you don't know where that is that's uh, a mile north of Amarillo it's, I, it's, I actually do it's up there in the <laughs> panhandle it's a it's a chilly it's a chilly place yeah but I was there for three years and that's when I met coach Henderson and then we went to uh, Coronado for 24 and then we also went to Wayland for 12. Yeah. Lubbock Coronado. Lubbock Coronado, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Not any place else. So I'm really blessed. You know, my children have a hometown because we never left there for them. Yeah. So they, I've been blessed. So Borger, I do know where Borger is. Oldest place. Frank Phillips College. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, had, I had a co-worker at the time when I was in Carrollton. He was my assistant athletic trainer for there we had a head and assistant and, and hired him i think i worked with him for about three years he's still in Carrollton, and he's working in the athletic in the central office now with athletics i think he's like a specialist or something like that but jonathan wilk shout out so anyway let me let me add to this just a second yeah. here because this is kind of unusual but when i was at conroe we were the bulldogs when i went to border we were the bulldogs and now you're here and now here i am Bulldogs. Bulldogs all the way. Yeah. Cor- uh, Coronado's color is red. And gold. Yep. Gold. Red yep. and gold. Okay. I'm pretty sure my cousins went to Coronado. You may have, if you were there for 24. You probably you had You probably had them. My, my, let's see, my, uh, Jaime Martinez was one. He, he, I'm not sure what sports he played. I know he did cheer, but he was also, I think he played, I think he played football too. I'm not certain. I don't think. His sister Trina, I don't think she was in athletics or anything like that. But and anyway, did, did Hummy? I was the wrestling coach there for. All oh, yeah, I think he did wrestle. So I think he wrestled. Yes. Yeah, he did wrestle. I think. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. All right, well, that's cool. Small world. All right, so tell us, Perry. We'll start with you again. What sports do you currently coach here at Bandera? Right now, I'm coaching volleyball, or I coached volleyball, and looking forward to the softball season. We start Friday. We're excited. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm coaching this year. Basketball is truly my first love. Yeah. So and cheer, but okay. I'll, I'll coach where I'm needed. All right, I got gotcha. you, Bobby. What about you? Well, 
we had football as a defensive line coach and thoroughly enjoyed something new in the in the coaches here I was of course coach A is great coach Campsey being our defensive coordinator and I was a defensive line coach and so this is kind of taking a little step back. I don't have as much to do as I, as I used to have <laughs> yeah. being, the, being the D.C. Yeah. But I've enjoyed it and, and just trying to fit in, trying to help those guys as much as possible. And that was, that was, it was a great season. Yeah, and it was. I, uh, really impressed with the, with the kids. I just can't say enough about how good they play. Not, not so much that they're, they're good, but they never give up. Oh, yeah. And, man, that just makes all the difference in the world. And then I am the powerlifting coach, too. All right. Good deal. That's, that season's just now starting, right? Powerlifting? Yeah, we'll start January 20th. Yeah. All right. So, like I said earlier, your first year here at Bandera for both of y'all, maybe you've had some, maybe not. But give me a memorable experience that you've had. Start with Bandera, hopefully, you, if there's something that's memorable about this year so far. And if not, just give me something from your past. Well, I tell you, my my memorable this year during volleyball season, just see the dedication and just the incredible intensity those kids had. Tufts district. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, we'd give anything to be in the football district. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I alluded to that with Coach Amity in our fall sports wrap up, wrap up, talking about how tough our district is that we have. And so. we had we had five teams in the top twenty. Yeah. And Davenport was number one all year. Yeah. And, yeah three of those teams were in the top ten. So yeah. It's crazy. But the kids just never gave up the yeah. intensity, the the excitement. I enjoyed being back with that. But sports-wise, I think, in all of my time coaching, I I gotta say when Crabtree caught that pass, I wasn't coaching it, but it was the most memorable. Yeah. Tech play in Texas. Oh yeah. Beat them at the very. I end. remember. And uh, when I, you said Crabtree caught that pass, I was oh, like, oh yeah, man. I know what she's talking Jeez. about. <laughs> uh, I, I was blessed to continue to get to work with yeah. the cheerleading squad at, at, at Tech. Yeah. Very, very good squad. And uh, so I was involved. And it's uh, the reason I can't officiate volleyball there. Yeah. So, but, uh, man, that that would have been my highlight of for sure. everything I've done. Yeah, that's cool. Bobby, what about you? Well, i got to say, number one, when we first got here in July, and we, I was working the weight room. I have never seen so many young ladies in the weight room mm-hmm. and working as hard as they work. I was really impressed that there was a, yeah, a female presence that was very athletic. Yeah. And number two, I'm going to say this, our only loss of the season to, to a school down the road here, it opened my eyes to who these kids really were because we were down at halftime by a, a good number. Mm-hmm. And we came out of halftime just on fire. Yeah. And, and didn't quite didn't quite get back over the top of them, but nearly. But it, it told you that there was things in there that, well, after 41 years of coaching, there's a lot of teams I've coached that we could not have gotten that done because they had no vision mm-hmm. of getting that done. And these kids, these kids did. And yeah. hopefully they'll uh, be able to maintain that as they go. But uh, there, there was a lot of great third quarters this season mm-hmm. uh, with the Bulldogs that I was – Thoroughly impressed. Yeah. Uh, after that loss, I was doing a, a. I already had a D1 volleyball schedule when I came here, so they let. I, I can't give those back, and so I was doing a D1 match, and so I'm following the game. And when I finally talked to him, man, I'm so sorry you lost that match. He goes, No, we did not lose. Yeah. That, just the scoreboard was wrong. He. I mean, that's all he went on about is how 
how the kids fought back and yeah we can that 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 school down the road there you're talking about you know we last year beat them in overtime for uh, i believe it was our homecoming victory too i think and that was just an awesome game so it, it's always a big rival with them well, I, I plan on keeping it that way <laughs> <laughs> all right Perry, what are you looking forward to the rest of this year? Looking forward to this softball season. Really yeah. excited to work with Coach K. You know, it's it's sunny when we first came in. Kids have trouble saying Kiefner sometimes. So at PCA, they call me Coach K. And he said, no, there's only <laughs> Coach K here. So the kids have started calling me Chief Keefe. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we may have to rethink that yeah, one. Yeah, I may yeah. have to. I, I, I looked it up. It wasn't, they think it's good. But anyhow, looking forward to this softball year. These girls have – you know, great potential. It's a lot of the same kids I worked with in volleyball. We're going to start a little thin with basketball still going, but yeah, really yeah. looking forward to that and uh, making another run. That's good. Awesome. Uh, Bobby, what about you? I have been involved with a lot of sports, and I have helped with powerlifting, but I have never been the powerlifting coach. So I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. And so far, I again, the girls' participation in this thing is is, is tremendous yeah uh, and and some of the guys will be circling their wagons this week to make sure we get this thing squared away because we need a few more of those guys <laughs> gotcha in pocket yeah all day meets that's what i can tell you about that <laughs> yeah yes yeah, sir i have been to some I, I just never had to be responsible for some so gotcha. all right good deal so let's let's get in uh, let's get a little personal here so how long have you guys been married okay there's two answers okay okay 13 years uh-huh. but 27 anniversaries. Okay. You see, when we got married, we were a little late getting out of the gate with this. <laughs> I didn't want to, well. We wanted to catch up. We wanted to have anniversaries that were, you know, the good gifts. Yeah. So I suggested to Perry that should we not celebrate every six months. So we did. And, All right. uh, and, and And I don't know about everybody else, but I'm blessed and Every six months is pretty good. That's that's awesome. Pe- Perry is a wonderful individual, and it, she's it bright in my life. It throws the kids off some. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it just depends on what 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 the mood we're in when you ask us how long we've been married. It, it could be a good number. It could be a little shorter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's awesome. Six month anniversaries. I like that. It's like a half anniversary, right? Yeah. There so you go. There you go. All right. Good deal. Well, tell us a little bit about your family because I know that. So, uh, no disrespect to you guys, right? But when I found out that <laughs> I was not going to be the old dude on staff this year. You were excited. I, 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 I mean, I, I was like, what? Well, because <laughs> last year somebody left and I was like, oh, man, I'm going to be the old guy on staff next year. And then I found out that I wasn't. Like I said, no disrespect to you guys. And then we were doing something. I can't remember what it was, if it was a text message exchange between some of the coaches, the football coaches' wives or something. I don't remember and we were talking about grandkids, like everybody was introducing themselves. And then, and then I heard this, we got 12 grandkids. And I was like, 12? I was like, oh, golly. And uh, I think that's the point that I realized that, man, I'm not the old guy on staff anymore. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your families. First, you know, kind of where were you born and raised? I think you may have already alluded to it, but just, just start with that. Perry? I was born and raised in the Cypress area, actually in Fairbanks. We had a little dirt farm there. Yeah. And uh, as the as the district started building up, we moved out. Well, my dad went from working with Spring Branch to Cy Fair. So we moved out to the Jersey Village area and then moved on out to Cyprus. 
because they were opening another high school and I would not get to go to Cy Fair. So I firmly believe that's the reason we moved. All right. But family all from the, well, my mom's family, East Texas, Garrison area, my my dad's family from the Houston area. And I guess my mom's, we had a, a Dripping Springs connection. My mm-hmm. great grandparents were there. and But uh, I have three kids, and uh, but we don't consider them ours and yours. Yeah. So we got five. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> I don't know if they like it that way, but that's the way we see uh, it. They like it. And uh, then 16 grandkids. Yeah. Wow, so, yeah. 16. We just, I had it was the, we just had the 16th this summer. So That's crazy. Yeah. It is. Two of our kids have four, two have three, and one has two. Awesome. That's the only way I keep track with it. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, buy Christmas all year round. Yeah. Perry's really good at that because with 16. Mm, yeah. It'd be a bad, it'd be a bad December here early <laughs> to try to get all 16 at the same time. She does good. Yeah, that's awesome. Bobby, what about you? I was born in Waco, and Dad, uh, like I say, worked for a, a company, but he, it was a pretty cool story. When he got back from World War II, this was the only job he had after he got back. He went to work for General Foods in the Maxwell House Coffee Division. They gave him a car, an allowance, and a few cases of coffee and showed him the map, not on GPS, of, <laughs> of a stretch from Texas all the way over to New Mexico. and. Oklahoma. Yeah. And so he was, his adventure was to go sell Maxwell House coffee to as many grocery stores as he could. Good little last drop. Yeah. Now dad was a, dad was, was quite a guy. He, he had great math skills. So if he was talking to you, he could figure out your bill. Like as the conversation went on, he did not need a calculator or anything else. He wasn't counting his fingers. He had it all in his head. And, um, he's a very, very bright man. Uh, so anyway, that was the only job he had till he retired. Yeah. Uh, and he met mom in Tyler, Texas. Um, and his folks are from uh, Yukon, Oklahoma, which is now a suburb like other small towns mm-hmm. around Oklahoma City. And then mom was from uh, a little town, Douglas, which is in East Texas, just outside of Nacogdoches. Mm-hmm. You know, and, sort of near and Garrison. Doc understands we don't mention Nacogdoches too much because no 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 Naca nowhere that's what I was called you know there's kind of this purple thing going on out there yep and uh, boy they have a real good coach right now I really hate to see him go over there (laughs) man but but yeah so that's kind of the family background and then most of my life was Houston Texas we moved in there when I was in fourth grade yeah I had two years in New Jersey that was an experience you know you, you it was second and third grade by this time my mother already taught me all my my good southern thing so yes ma'am and no ma'am is what you get but evidently if you were born and raised in new jersey that is not an acceptable answer if you're, <laughs> if you're a, a, a fourth grade teacher so yeah i stayed in trouble most of the time <laughs> she said just say yes or no and i'd say yes ma'am, yes, ma'am. and so I, <laughs> I i was born to be trouble i guess <laughs> <laughs> all righty well good deal guys that's awesome so before we close this out or this this little segment any advice that you want to give to somebody that's thinking about getting into coaching or teaching um what if there's one thing you could tell somebody before they get in what would you tell them perry be flexible yeah find your passion but be flexible and be a team player you don't need a bunch of chiefs you need a (laughs) bunch of 
Indians with one chief. And, yeah. You know, this be flexible. And I've never really embraced the head coaching position. I don't. I love teaching skills, and uh, yeah. I know that's what I'm passionate about: doing biomechanical analysis and mm -hmm. biomechanical analysis and helping kids that way. But but be flexible and be a team player. All right, Bobby. Well. I think that's pretty. I never thought about that. You not neither one had been head coaches, and I, I have been. I don't, oh yeah, that's right. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> you know, for a few for a few years. Right? I think that when I started coaching, I for sure was going to be a head coach and knew I was and was kind of on that path. But as I began to work with Coach Henderson, I I kind of found a a niche that I could be most helpful and couple of things. I think the thing driving force most of the time was that I wanted to raise my kids and I wanted to be there. Now coaching, you need to be very dedicated and understand you're not going to have a whole lot of time during seasons. Yeah. Uh, so you got to squeeze every moment out of every day. So I didn't want to be the head coach because that was more moments. You know, when I see Coach A, say in the evening and, and it's time to go home and if I can lock a few more doors so he can just get on out there just a little quicker to his children, I get that. And I understand that. Yeah. So I did, I did. And I got paid very well to be Coach Anderson's assistant, too. That helped. <laughs> that helped to, I didn't feel like I was missing a whole lot of money on that deal. Yeah. But I think that's the deal. I think if your heart is to help folks and love on people, teaching and coaching is where it's at because you, you can do all that. Yes. Uh, sometimes just being able to do that when people don't want to be loved uh. is a little tough. You have to wait on them a little bit, but usually – if, if I can't warm them up, then we have Perry come over and talk to them a little bit. <laughs> and then they soften up a little bit. Then then they go, oh, you know, the other Kiefner's not so bad now. Okay, yeah, so <laughs> she's helping me out. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Hey, well, guys, thanks so much for taking this time out of the day to kind of just fancy us to meet the Kiefner's, right? Well, so. Thanks. Well, we're glad to be here in Bandera and plan on staying. Yeah, we were going to retire right here. All right. Good deal. All right. Stay with us. Let's take a short break. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Isaac Segura. Fall sports are coming to a close and the winter season is underway. Come on out and fill the stands for basketball and soccer. There is always a game for you to cheer on each week. Purchase your basketball and soccer tickets online ahead of time or on game days at the ticket booth. Go to the Bandera Athletics website for schedules, tickets, and more information and find an event to come out and cheer. Let's make it a great sports year for the blue and white. Let's go Bulldogs! All righty. So thanks so much again. Thanks for coming back. And, and Perry and Bobby, thanks again for taking time out of your day. Really appreciate it, opening your lives up to the ice bathers out there, right? Because sometimes it's not easy. People get a little, oh, that's my personal life. But thank you for doing that. Really appreciate it. Next week, I will be back with Stephanie Jones as my featured guest. So be sure and come back for that one. So, all right. Thank you so much for listening to the Ice Bath Baby podcast. Be sure to leave me a rating in your podcast app and be sure to follow me on social media. I can be found on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. This is an ongoing thing I've been doing here, but I'm everywhere, man, like Johnny Cash used to say, right? So those links can all be found in the show notes. Hey, the podcast, podcast music you're listening to right now is Trailer Sports Stylish by Anton Vlasov. 
and the commercial music featuring Carly and Isaac or a Rockstar trailer by Light Saturation. Those can also be found on Pixabay.com, P-I-X-A-B-A-Y. They don't pay me to say that. I just do because I like their website. So you've been listening to Doc Martinez, Bobby Kiefner, and Perry Kiefner on the Ice Bath Baby podcast. And as always, be safe out there. And when in doubt, put it in the ice box, baby. Yes, sir.